Welcome to Morning Coffee and Mimosas. I'm Christina. And I'm Joe. We are a father-daughter duo. We come here Sunday mornings, but you can come here anytime you please. We banter about life, about business, and we do it over coffee and mimosas. Good morning. Good morning, Faj. Here we are. It is so good to be able to look at you eye to eye today. I know. We were on Zoom last time because you were traveling, but here we are. I know. I'm back in rainy. It's raining in New Jersey again. <laughs> it is raining in New Jersey again. <laughs> I did get some sunshine being in another state. <laughs> yeah, but it is warmer, so at least that's better. Yeah, I, I guess it's warmer than when I left. Yeah, yeah. Pretty cool. But we got you to know, eat together again. We got to drink together again. We literally had our morning coffee and mimosas. Yeah, the ritual today. is back. There things, we go. Things feel right in the world That's again. That's correct. That's correct. So this will be a good episode. Well, Dad, again, we're getting a little. <laughs> <laughs> we are so, together, anyway. yeah. so it's it's already it's better already than better. usual. That's correct. But you know, yes. let's we'll let you we'll let you decide, listeners, whether yeah. it's a good episode or not. We are going to try and bring you a good episode, but we try every single week, and some weeks you may disagree. Yeah, don't tell us if you disagree. Just tell us if you like it. <laughs> <laughs> I personally would love to know either way, but oh, okay. my dad's a little more sensitive yeah, than I am. Yeah, very sensitive. You don't want me to cry. He only likes positive reinforcement. That's correct. I'm an optimist. <laughs> Give me positive information. An optimist, or you, you like like the wool pulled over your eyes. Whatever. Ignorance is bliss. Yeah, there you go. I just want to be happy. <laughs> so uh, I you have deserve to, it. I, 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 thank you've, you. You've earned being happy oh, after all you. these years yeah. on the planet. Yeah, there, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Um, I want it. I, I, I have to say this is really funny. So last week's episode was, you know, we were doing cause and effect and, and the we, cause and effect fallacy fallacies of like, uh, oh, this happened. So that must have been why because of that and so on. Did that not yeah. like really mess up your whole week? Well, here's what <laughs> happened. It kind of it definitely impacted my week every single day. I was like, wait a second. But is that true or is that the cause and effect fallacy? I know. So here's what happened. So last uh, Friday at work, I had lunch with somebody. And uh, then on Sunday, they let me know that they had tested positive for COVID and that they were really sick. They got pretty sick, not dangerously sick, but they just had this new, you know, this variant or whatever. That just killed my mood. Oh, sorry about that. Well, anyway, my point is. It's the world we live in now, unfortunately. That my lovely wife then treated me like a leper and uh, I was basically hibernating in the, you know, in one small area of the house and <laughs> you know, I worked from home and uh, I never got it. I never got sick. I never got COVID. I very lucky. took a test. I was very lucky. The reason I'm, I just find it, it's funny about that we had just done cause and effect because the possible exposure caused a reaction as if the effect was that I, I must have COVID, but I didn't get it. It's, it's well, I think the, the the real cause and effect fallacy. I guess that that's one, but that's where it's everywhere, right? Like, yeah, I I think that those things happen all the time because the way that we're living right now, unfortunately, like, and I hate that we're even talking about this because I know, I know everybody is know. just so sick of this. But the fact is that half the time it's like you know you know somebody that ends up testing positive for covid and then it's all of the 
where did they get it? Like, oh, well, they were just here, so it must have been that. Right. And it's like, oh, you they went out to dinner. They so were just at a conference, so it must have been that conference where they got it. But you really like have no idea. You, you don't <laughs> where you, people are. You know, somebody might have picked it up or not or whatever. So it's. I feel like, you know, we make assumptions of, well, they got it. They probably got it there. So this is day four. This is day five. And I think probably everybody listening right now, although you may be rolling your eyes and like, did I really just turn on morning coffee and mimosas to talk about something that I'm so fatigued talking about? I I know. But I I promise we will get get to somewhere later. It really clarified the fact that cause and effect fallacy is so important to understand because there are many of us not that you don't be careful but there are many of us that are just making these assumptions you know i wasn't close to the person i didn't hug the person i didn't do it i just sat across the table you know and obviously i could have caught it but i didn't right you know um so anyway and that brings us to this week's topic which is decision making Dun, dun, dun. There we go. There we go. Uh, because There was a method to that madness. That's right. Decision-making has elements of cause and effect fallacy can seep into that when we make decisions because basically, and, and listen, decision-making can be a you know, three-hour workshop or it could be a whole semester and that, for and guess college. What? That's but what we're going to do today. So Jim, if you're <laughs> listener Jim, if you're with us, <laughs> get your, I hope, buckle up on that treadmill because yeah. we are going to take you for a three-hour ride. Yeah, put a cardiologist <laughs> next to you because you're going to need it. Yeah, for this. This, That's right. Consider this your stress test. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I'm just um, kidding. Yeah, so... No, you can um, stay on, listeners. We're not going yeah, to talk, talk for three hours, I promise. No. But the, the idea is that when we make decisions... There are our feelings, you know, intuition is very important, but go and figure, how do you validate intuition, right? It's just, I have a bad feeling. How do you validate that? And then there's reasoning, which uses data and facts. But you could see, and we'll get into this in a little bit more right now, but you can see how cause and effect seeps into this, both cause and effect fallacies and survivorship bias, which we did a few weeks ago seep into decision-making, our decision-making. And you want to give a quick little recap of survivorship bias for those that may not have listened? Tisk tisk. Who didn't listen? Everybody <laughs> listened. All right, so survivorship Just bias. Just a quick, like, in two seconds, Dad. Two seconds. Okay, I'm You done. don't need to rehash. <laughs> Just a quick one. <laughs> survivorship bias is the bias that seeps in when we only look at successful people. Uh, a great example is these three successful entrepreneurs all dropped out of college. So therefore, you don't need college to be successful. Well, that, that survivorship bias says, well, you're looking at the people who made it and survived and were able to become billionaires or whatever. You're not looking at those that dropped out of college and did the, not make the it. Full, the full group. Yeah, you're not looking at the whole group. You're just picking out the survivors. So as that's like related to decision-making, the cause and effect fallacy, and then the survivorship bias, all of those things like assumptions or judgments made based on something that isn't necessarily true. <laughs> Correct. The, the, the data or the actual yeah. truth can all impact decisions that may not work out as favorably as you'd like correct they sound right they make sense people may not argue with you 
but it doesn't make it right. And when you think about, I mean, like decision making, I think that this topic and it comes up because, you know, you had a lot of decisions to make over the last eight to 10 days, right, about things that you were or weren't going to do, the people you needed to tell, Mm -hmm. how you were going to handle things at work, how you guys would handle things within exposure. So there's decisions that are happening every single day with things like that. But when you think about and we don't even realize half the time all the decisions that we're making, big, small, and are even decisions that are being made that we're not even conscious to. Like when you get out of bed and you decide to, you know, uh, right foot and left foot when you're walking, our bodies just are conditioned. So like when you think about all of the decisions that Mm -hmm. we are making, that this machine that we call our body and our brain is making every single minute, every single day, Having those, the skills to figure out how do we best make the decisions that are a little bigger. So are you going to marry that person? Do you take the job or do you stay where you are? Um, Decisions at work with your team, you know, like when you you have things, we're going to just, I think this topic will be fun to just start digging into this and, and start talking about the skills that we can all start to make sure we're thinking about and the you know ways to approach decision making so that we can make it a little bit more of a, a little more of a science than an art if that makes sense right and that's a good point because there's a balance in there which I you know brought out about the intu- intuition and the reasoning and you just brought it together the science of it if you want to use that term is gathering the data and facts that you need to make a decision the art of it is your intuition comes into it and then how much risk are you accepting and and so on so that's why if we talk about let's look at intuition now so intuition there's that gut feeling and intuition is not to be devalued either no i i actually think intuition is a really important piece of the decision making process and like when you were talking earlier two key elements that you want to make sure that you're giving weight to in a decision mm-hmm. is your intuition right. and your reasoning. Yes. So the the intuition is w- when you get that, you know, f- it's almost like you say to yourself, I, I don't know. I don't know. I, feel I have a bad like feeling I, about this. I have a this. bad feeling about this. That comes from your own life experiences and it comes, you know, I'm not going to get mystical because you, you can go that way too. But I'm <laughs> Does saying, it come from, should I start talking about the moon? The, yeah, the moon and <laughs> the, the tide schedule. and all that, right. <laughs> no. So, but, you know, we, we get feelings, but they really come from the fact that we've lived, we have experiences, we've even experiences we don't uh, cognitively remember, but maybe they resurface and, you know, something just tells you, I don't know, you know. So that's a factor that we can uh, have in there. And then the reasoning part is where you you gather facts and obviously use your facts and data and put things together to come up with a decision. Right, because as good as your personal life experiences are and your intuition, intuition alone and your gut feel isn't enough to always be making your decisions. If you make every single decision based on your gut reaction or your gut feeling and your instincts – that may not always serve you well. No, so you have to balance. You have to balance the whole thing out. So, you know, like let's use when you were dating, 
not when you got bread. I can barely and, remember. I know. See, bread was a good guy, and we know, and he, you married I him. I just kind of kept fantastic. him around for a very, very long time. But before him, other guys, whatever. You know, you may, us as parents might have said, you know, I don't know. I don't like the guy. You pretty much like... always said that before Brad. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know. I don't like the guy. There might have been like one person that you were like, this person's okay. <laughs> well, maybe that's it. But you get that feeling, but you have to kind of back it up, like find out about the person. So what, what does a parent do? Tell me about him. You know, uh, how's he doing school? What's he into? What's he, right? You know, the, Yeah, let me he, meet him. So we're, we're gathering. You're like, is that an ear piercing? Yeah. <laughs> I'm not interested in this person. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, you, the, the intuition and gut feeling can guide even your data, your data gathering and can, uh, you know, say, well, I'm going to, uh, let me, let me look deeper into this or let me, you know, figure this out. Or maybe it's a decision that you're making that you don't need intuition for at all. Like you don't even need it. You know, all I'm saying is that intuition and reasoning are two of your factors that you should be doing and using in order to make decisions. Right. Make sense? No, it does. It does. And I think, you know, yeah, dating is a, a big part of it. Probably when you're thinking of um, raising three amazing, amazing children. Amazing children. Yeah. <laughs> like all of the right decisions that you must have made. <laughs> um, but no, but like all the decisions, you're probably at like parents that are listening. You guys are from day to day between you know, uh, work, if, if you're working and raising kids or doing one or the other, but all the decisions that have to be made for a family. Um, you know, I even look at, we've got, I won't say their names, but, uh, my two little, two little furry friends now that are with us here. Furry friends that are here. Yes. That are with us here, but there's decisions about them. Like when every single time I come home lately and somebody's gone to the bathroom in the house, do I (laughs) react or do I just recognize that, you know, there's an adjustment period and I've got to figure out how to train them better at 10 years old, (laughs) teach the old dogs new tricks. You're not training them now, but yes. No, but there's decisions that we have to make all the time. So you know, your gut reaction, I think probably something good for us to talk about is like, what are the cautions? So now we've talked about the fact that you've got your gut instinct and your intuition that is important that you follow as you're making decisions, or at least help let you shape the decisions that you're making. Right. Um, And then the reasoning, which is collecting the facts and information and thinking through the situation, maybe talking to somebody else that has some kind of a some kind of a stake in the decision or information around it goes into reasoning just to kind of check your intuition and your gut and make sure that it's a well-rounded decision. But what are the things that, you know, I think we should talk about the things that we should be cautious of too. And as I think about that, I think one of the biggest cautions, like when I think about decisions I'm making every single day throughout the, the hectic work week. Mm-hmm. And I think this is something that's important for all of us to think about is the things that are most dangerous to effective decision-making, in my opinion, are when emotions are running high. So an emotion-based decision, if you are emotional, try and take a pause before making a final decision and, and taking action. Because what I have found is very rarely is an emotional decision the right decision. Because you, when you're emotional, you lack the clarity to really 
recognize your intuition and the reasoning that you need. Emotion-based decisions are often rash and sometimes can result in the wrong decision. Yeah, clearly, right? Another thing is, you know, thinking about other people. Sometimes other people are coming to you for a decision about something that could be somewhat important or, you know, maybe it's maybe it's a, a little bit, you know, of a risky decision and they put a lot of pressure on you. You know, like sometimes there's time pressure, sometimes there's overall pressure from other people. And I would say, you know, try and take a breath and take a beat and recognize that sometimes other people's pressure There are obviously realities to something being time sensitive, Mm -hmm. but I would take a beat and think about that. Is this a time sensitive decision or is somebody putting pressure so that you make a decision that's less informed? Right. These are important factors to consider in the decision making process. Right. Because sometimes when somebody wants to influence your decision, putting time pressure on it can be a way for you to do less of the due diligence that you would typically do. Mm Mm-hmm. I think, and really be able to... It's marketing 101, right? Put a deadline, put a uh, uh, urgency. Yeah, that's why uh, every time you see a sale, it's like ends in two minutes. (laughs) Yeah. When you buy concert tickets, they're like, you better complete your purchase within three minutes or we give these tickets away. Yeah, yeah. You know, you're you're exactly right. And these are things that are cute and fun in a a marketing, you know, sense or whatever, but they, they do absolutely cause you to be less than diligent in your decision-making process. Right. Because you don't want to miss this deadline that's an artificial deadline. You know, and it's funny, uh, funny you mentioned that. It's, it's like Black Friday, like these Black Friday sales. And, and yeah, they're very compelling. And yes, you can potentially get a good deal. But I always like to say they have those sales, that's a month before Christmas. If you wait a week before Christmas... Yes, you do run the risk that they won't have it in stock. But if it's not sold as it approaches Christmas, the sales are deeper because... And I actually nobody, had that experience. Right? I went out Black Friday one year and I bought an, a coat that was too expensive. And I, I was like, okay, it's it was like 40% off. And I was like, right. okay, this is great. And then the day before Christmas, they were offering it at like... Well, the the real funny part actually was the discount was less, but the cost of the coat was less also. Because they had already reduced so the price of the coat. They and had they literally, I think they had literally bumped the price of the coat up for Black Friday. To take 40% so off. So that people felt yeah. like they were getting this early bird discount. Right. And then it was like, maybe it was 25% off two days before Christmas. But I was like, wait a second, but I paid more on yeah. Black Friday. Yeah. That's right. the stuff where you have to really like if I had followed my gut, that's where the reasoning comes in and you say, okay, well, right. what was the price before? Yeah. Was, was the and price the same? Was the discount correct. the same? That's a perfect example. Yeah, that's why I love that you brought, you know, how you brought this out because those are factors just as uh, survivorship bias can adversely affect your decision making, cause and effect fallacies cause you to potentially make a wrong decision right? Then time pressure, now artificial pressures put on you by others, even artificial pressures that you put on yourself. Mm-hmm. So suppose your boss says, I need a decision on how you want to approach some uh, program that you're doing. And I want that by Friday. And let's say, let's say you do your, you're going to do a great job, right? 
you put together some facts and figures, you do all this stuff, and then you realize that there's a piece of research you'd like to get done. But you don't do it because your boss told you Friday. But if you had called your boss potentially and said, hey, can I have till Monday because I just have this one piece of information and I, I want to include that in my decision making. Yeah, you'd and there's probably a, get an okay. And I didn't realize that this was an element that I would need to explore or something. That's correct. But a lot of people say, no, no, no. I mean, no, they would probably rather you explore it. that. Correct. But it's like, no, she, no, she wanted it on Friday. I, I have to have it done by Friday. Mm-hmm. She wanted it by Friday. Well, did you ever think to just call her up and say, you know, I have this other element. Is Monday okay? I'm not, I'm not missing. I can give you something Friday, but I think I'll have a better decision on Monday. You, you follow? So right. we, we even put deadlines, we even put pressure, I should say, on ourselves and then make a less than optimal decision. Yeah, and I I don't know if anybody else is watching the show Winning Time. It's uh, about the rise of the Lakers dynasty, and it is absolutely uh, incredible on um, HBO Max if, if you have that. But um, one of the Jerry West, the previous coach of the Lakers before Magic Johnson and like you know Jerry Buss, the new regime had come in. I have no idea what she's talking about. <laughs> Dad, you know what? Some that. of our listeners might know, and I actually <laughs> I love this show, so I, could, I there's finally something sports related that I. <laughs> that I can actually right. speak I will confidently sit out about the, the rest of this conversation. <laughs> you could just take a nap over there. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but anyway, they, you know, had a really big decision to make about the the coaching and I feel like I can give this away without giving the show away because this is this this all happened in real life many many years ago okay. and now the show is about right. it. But there was a super big decision to make and at the time Jerry West was like he was kind of like the recruiting um I don't know he was in the back office. He was no longer coaching, he was helping with decisions and you know an influencer. So they had the the owner of the team had asked him, you know, I feel like I'm out of my skis and I need to make a decision on who to go with. And it kind of goes to this, right? You've got your gut feeling. So like Jerry West went back and he's he wasn't willing to give a gut like an answer. And he said, I need the night to sleep on it and think about it. And then he went back and he made like I always talk about the dinosaur in me. I made a list, right? The pros and cons of each and started jotting things down with the facts and what he knew, the possibilities of what could happen, kind of thinking forward, what's the best case scenario, worst case scenario, and then came back with a decision based on that. And I just, I don't know, the the show, I'm just looking for any opportunity to plug this show because it's so good. But it was a perfect example of, you know, that was a really big decision. And Sometimes you need to write it down on paper. That's something that I always I, I always do. Put it on paper, build a little chart, the pros and cons, so that you can actually start looking at it and seeing it outside of just your head. It's good, but I don't did you, you did Dad, you tell, wake up. It's okay. You, t- you can okay, wake up I'm now. Back, Rejoin I'm back us. Now. Thank you. <laughs> Just took a sip of coffee. Um, I, I didn't get so. Th- I'm not going to tell what the decision was. Oh, okay. That's okay. part of the show. I'm not trying to. Get, it's not a spoiler alert. I was just simply ah. saying how he went about making his decision. I got it. Why are you on the edge of your seat to know what the decision was? It you don't even well, know what I'm talking about. I, I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> so I didn't. Anyway, probably the listener. Sorry, listeners. You may not be following at this point. Anyway, but the point. The moral. No, they're, they're following. I'm not. The following. moral <laughs> of that. The moral of that little like end around story was just to say that sometimes 
you somebody might ask you again like i said the time pressure uh-huh. somebody might ask you for a decision in the moment and it's okay to take a pause and ask for time it's okay to ask for more time if you need it sometimes there is a reality in that time pressure but the whole point of that is put it down on paper and start to like look at things right. and figure right. you know so it's not all in your head and and you know you can really start to visualize so it so let me ask you this question when you put it down on paper and that's a great that's a great idea put it or however you document it you need to put stuff down whether it's electronic or on paper it doesn't matter it's the same same difference Correct. right when you do that how often do you uh, or or then do you look at and kind of diagnose within those that you are you've placed down there what was uh your intuition speaking what was reason speaking i what love was where you're cause going and with effect that. speaking what was survivorship bias speaking you follow i think it's no it's almost like we could almost do a chart right where yes i think it's a great idea I, i've always done just like a pro and con chart and yeah. within that there's elements that are you know definitely intuition there's elements that are definitely fact-based there's elements that are assumptive and then there's elements that are probably i don't know because see here's the thing we need a fourth for a nice grid if you put this all (laughs) if you put this all down which is great and fantastic and then apply the filters that we just talked about those also help you when this decision when you present your decision to people, you can prevent it from being attacked if someone says, well, what made you say this? And if you say, well, I, I said that because the last time this happened, that happened. Well, that's a cause and effect ba- a fallacy. That doesn't mean it's true. Well, what made you say this? Or wh- why, why is this important? Well, because I've noticed that everybody who succeeds had that attribute. Well, that's a, that's survivorship bias. <laughs> You're so right. You got it. But you then you it? can break it down. But you to, break it down. Correct. But here are the facts, right? Here are the facts I found. These are the things that were, you know, fact based yeah. for the reasoning, and and then I think you can help. You're so right. You can help other people to get on board with your decision because sometimes a big part of decision making is you're getting other people to buy into your decision. Yeah, Sometimes your decision is just something you're presenting to someone else to approve. Correct. And so then make a decision on If you on. want to Im- immunize yourself around this and put a, put a real good solid protector around your decision is you ferret out all the other crap that's in there after you've written it down. That's why I love what you say, write it down. Write it down, then question. Because I'm telling you, I will say this in every probably every episode. Question everything. Yep. And everyone. Question. It doesn't mean you're not hiring a person. It doesn't mean you're not making the decision. It doesn't mean you're not accepting the decision. Question it because and then question again and question again. So this comes back to we've done this before with questioning. You ask a question, you get an answer. And I'm even talking about question yourself, damn it, from what you just did. Why did I put this down? Why did I feel that that was an important Did I just make an assumption? Did I make an assumption? Did I fall into cause and effect? Did I, am I, is this really what I feel? Yeah. Is it, am I emotional? Right. So I, I, we can recap this whole, you know, episode. My God, I hope you can because I can't. No, we can (laughs) because this is, this is what's so powerful about this decision making. When you're going to make a decision, 
you put down everything, pros, cons, your backup, your support, write everything down. Take every one of those things that you wrote down and test it for survivorship bias, cause and effect fallacies, intuition, reasoning. Four things. Test every one of those things that you just put down. Now, if you end up with nothing left on that piece of paper. (laughs) (laughs) Then the decision is no. (laughs) The decision is no. (laughs) No. So, but what it does, whatever you have left, and by the way, there is nothing wrong with making a decision saying, you know what, I don't know how we should go, but here's what I analyzed, and my gut tells me we should turn left. You know, we should go this way. There is nothing wrong with that. So I'm not saying that that you have to that we have to be right. And you know what I'm saying? And not every but, single decision is going to require this level of detail, no, right? Like no, we no. are not suggesting like I mentioned when you walk right left there are decisions that just happen, right? No, no, There's some they, decisions that This is not that, that kind of stuff. This, this is, is this, for the big stuff, right? I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'll be sports guy. This will be like that Lakers decision, you know, do do I'm we glad bring you were on at least the, able the new, to reference the right team name? Yeah. I don't know what they do, but it's like this. Uh, <laughs> but you know, do, do we hire this new coach or do we stay with what we, you know, what we have? I'm making. I don't know. If that's was that the decision. It was essentially. Yeah, essentially it. Okay. See, that's why sports bore me because it, it's not that hard. You well, know? why don't we? You know, should maybe <laughs> I wish we had mom here for this episode. We could maybe ask her what she would have done in the way of a chart when she was thinking about whether to marry you or not. Yeah, no, I don't want to go through that. <laughs> I'm going to maybe present some of these <laughs> ideas to her. I mean, we can we can chart it out. It could be you have an anniversary coming up. We can go through yeah, a, you know, like a requalification process. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah, I, I better be like, looking for an apartment. Keep him, keep him, or <laughs> keep him, or toss him. <laughs> what do we think? <laughs> yeah, I, I better be looking for another place to live, evidently. So. But uh, but this was good. You know, that's it. That's my recap. Listeners, I really think if you apply this in your decision making, and if you're making a decision that you have to present to somebody else, apply this technique. It'll uh, I use the term immunize because it really does inoculate you against criticism because you'll have answers for the criticism if it comes, and you will have eliminated the obvious blatant things you probably should have not included in there. Yeah, because very rarely does somebody feel good about a decision if you just reply, because I feel like, yeah, and then, blah, blah, blah. (laughs) Exactly, exactly. Even though that may be the the, the rationale. And there's nothing wrong with that. Again, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that. Right, but if you Um, have some some reasoning and facts and other things to back up your feelings, you are always going to be better served for helping others to get on board with your decisions. That's it. So I feel like this was a good episode. What do you think? Well, we'll have to see what the numbers. We'll have to see what the numbers say afterwards. You tell us, L- listeners. Please tell us because my feelings don't count. So uh. <laughs> my gut tells me this is going to be a Christina. Yeah, Christina just questioned my uh, my feelings, I, and so I need I had you a great to validate time with them. this episode. So, <laughs> listeners, hopefully, you are enjoying yourselves as well. Yes, and if right. you like what you heard hit the subscribe button, share with a friend and uh, leave us a review. And and share, share it, you know, share it. That's what I just with, said, Dan. Well, I mean, but really share it. Oh, like not figuratively? <laughs> <laughs> like really? Really? <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I think it's time All we right. shut this down, Dad. That's it. Thank you, everyone. Wherever you are, whatever your story, thanks for spending time with us this morning. Now, go and make a difference 
in your world. I still like the way I play this. I feel like nobody is going to believe that I actually have dogs now because these guys are straight up silent. They are such like... They are much better at being quiet during a podcast episode than mom is. Yeah, or we were so boring that they fell asleep. (laughs) (laughs) Bye, everybody. Bye.